Okay. This is called, where, where is Covert Machine? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I will check on him uh, just now, but the chairperson check can your, start the now. Check no, I think one room. of the things that you must do, Kodiswa, uh, is to uh, is to is to have somebody in the holding room, people as they join. Because yesterday it was day before yesterday was a problem. Can you hear me, Koliswa? Koli? Koliswa? Hello? So I'm saying you must have the somebody to in your waiting room so that you can receive members as they join. We have to yes. do that. Okay, all right. Okay. Um, Good afternoon, honorable members. Um, can we start by observing moment of silence for, med for prayer or meditation? endeavoring to complete the report on an expedited basis and hope that the parliament Thank you very much uh, <coughs> and amen to those that were praised. Amen. This meeting that we are holding is a continuation of the meeting of the with the department of water of um, human settlement water and sanitation um the continuation of the strike plan and app for water and sanitation we have engaged with the department on their strategic plan and the app today we are meeting with the with, with the entity, we are going to get the two entities. But before we go to that, um, I want to take this opportunity to welcome everybody that has managed to come to the meeting. And we have received apologies. Um, apology from the minister will not be able to attend the, this briefing or this meeting. And the uh, Honorable Moshala and Honorable Okotu. Uh, those are the apologies that uh, we have noted for now. Kualiswa, uh, do, um, do you have any other apologies that are not noted? Yes, Honorable Mwezi also tendered an apology as well as um, Mrs. Powell. Okay. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> can we then proceed with the with we are meeting with the Usutu or Usutu and uh, Usutu and 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 Brede. Um, Brede. 
grade. In terms of the agenda, which was the first one, uh, my agenda is on the system. We are starting with bread, chairperson. Okay, the bread. Uh, let me take this opportunity to welcome the chair and the CEO. Bread, you are welcome, and we are in your hand. Um, you we <clears throat> you have thirty minutes to present to your your strategy plan at APP. Um, and and Usu to, is going to the other 30 minutes. So in 30 minutes, we by the chair. We then have the chair of creative art, the introduction And yeah. ask all members to mute their Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Chair. Good afternoon. Deputy Minister. Can I proceed, Chair? Yes, yes, yes. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, my name is Bongani Mniti, uh, Chair of the Education Management Agency. And uh, good afternoon to you. Honourable members of uh, Parliament, as well as my colleagues, chairpersons, and uh, CEOs. Chair, I'd like to introduce um, our acting CEO, Mr. Jan van Staden, who is going to be giving a, our presentation for Bria de Horitz. Um, he will run his slides from um, slide 1 to 14, and then from there I'll have... Uh, our CFO, Mrs. Zanele Mgoma, who is going to talk to the finances from 15 to the end. With us, we also have uh, the senior manager, uh, Prudence Mashaba. In case there's any other matters that needs to be discussed, Chair, uh, I may also call on her to respond to that. Chairperson, I won't take more time. Um, if, it's, if it's okay with you, I'd like my CEO to proceed. <laughs> Oh, you're welcome. Uh, good afternoon, Honourable Chair. Also to the Deputy Minister and all the other Honourable Members. Also the Chair of the Board of the Breda Gouda CMI and my colleagues in the, in the other CMI and also all the hard-working yeah. officials of the department. Can you all hear me clearly? Can hear you. You can hear you. Unmute yourself, uh, Mr. Sarden. Can you all hear me now? Yes. Okay. I just want to inquire about the presentation. Is it is it already loaded? Are you unable to lo to load it from your side? I, I'm going to try now. Okay. Chairperson, if it's the same one, um, Jan, I can load it from my side if nothing changed from the one you sent me. 
No, it's the, it's the same one, sir. Please, can you do it from that side? It's impossible from this side here. No problem. Let me try that. Can we all see that? Yes. Okay, I'll put well, it on presentation. Yeah. Is that clear? We can't see. I can't see. <laughs> Is it not presenting? Yes, we can see it now. Can I can I continue now? Yes, and I've given you control. You can pedal it uh, from your mouse from that side, uh, Jan. Please proceed. I said, Chair, thank you. The mouse is a little bit slow here in, in Worcester in the middle of the water management area. But but let's let's try. Here we go. So it's the presentation of the annual performance plan of the Breda Gouded CMI. The Breda Gouded CMI is a is a water resource management uh, entity of the department that manages water resources on a local level. And of course, we are established and do our functions in terms of the National Water Act. So, so quickly, our, our focus area in our APP and also strategic plan are the eight following areas. It is water resource management. It is water use management. It is institutional and stakeholder relations. Because a, a CMI is a is a is an entity for the for the public. That's why that function is very important for us. The other important function is water allocation reform. Then water resource protection, the whole thing of how do you protect your, your rivers and your water resources against pollution, etc. Then strategic support. Then the last one is management and governance. Can, um, can everybody still hear me? Yes, Yanni. Uh, Mr. Munishi, there's a, there's a problem for me going down to the next slide. Okay, here it is now. So the sort of the first of the of the programs is the one water resources management, and and here is the important one that we target on is all the planning activities that's happening in the Breda Gouders water management area, and we try to to speed up that process. This is a very important process because. 
this allows you in terms of water resource management to direct planning and development in a certain direction. For example, by doing this function, you can prevent people from, from living in, in flood areas and, and therefore protecting the lives of people and also property whenever floods are happening. So our target is always very high. It's coming from the base of 90% and is staying with 90%. The next one is water use management. This is the, this is the core function area of, of a CMA and also of the Breedergoudert CMA is the whole thing about how do you authorize water use and of course the auditing linked to that. So that is divided in, in, in a couple of items. The, the, the first one is, is the whole thing about water registrations. I mean, water registrations are a critical function because without proper water registration, you don't know how much water is used in the area. And, and because you don't know how much it's used, you don't know what is available. And of course, for the CMI, the billing, how water users are paying on water use is based on water registration. So it's, it's critically important for our livelihood and sustainability. So our target is also a very high base, 85%, and, and that target will continue in the current year and also going forward. The, the next one is about the validation and verification of water use. This is all uh, in terms of the National Water Act. The water use that took place in a qualifying period in terms of the act between October 1996 and 1998. That is what they call existing lawful water use. But to determine that volume, you need to verify and do a process of, of validation to come up with a number. It's also very important because it's also linked to what water is available and what water is used lawfully and also linked to invoicing and billing and future income. So, so our target for, for this year is 700 and over the strategic plan area, I mean uh, period, we're planning for 3,700. Next one is uh, worth the whole thing when, when a, a water user is authorized, you need to capture that authorization. Otherwise you cannot bill and you don't know what is the, what is the water use in the catchment. And our target there is 100% and it remains 100% over the remaining years. Then a, a very important function is the, whole, is the whole process of how do you authorize a license. The Breda Goudert CMA is what I call a, a commenting authority. So the water users apply on, on the system, a national system that they call the Ibulas. And we do the processing part and make a comment to the National Department of Water and Sanitation that finally decide yes or no on a license. But I mean a license to speed up this process is also linked to all types of things like water allocation reform, economic development, etc. So it's a very important uh, function, especially in the current situation where you must actually process all development things quicker to like more kickstart the economy or let the economy grow. So our target is 85% and it remains 85%. The other type of approval in terms of the National Water Act is what I call a general authorization. And, and for that, our target is 100% and it remains 100%. Then the last one on this slide is the whole thing about the audit of water use. Whenever a person, a water user is authorized to use water, of course, you must order that water user to ensure that uh, there is compliance to conditions. Without audits, it's always very difficult to, 
to what the users to comply because you need also a compliance mechanism to ensure that people are staying within the law. And then we brought in this one, the whole thing was happening currently, there are places where uh, the quality of the effluent that municipalities are discharging into water resources are not so 100%. So, so we are very proactive here to determine before the time what is the quality of the water coming out of the works. And if it doesn't comply, then to talk to the municipality and do the necessary things to get the municipality to comply to the to the laid down, especially the quality standards. The confirmation letters, that one is linked to VNV. So our, our direct target for, for this year is 200 and it remains for the strategic planning area. We move on to install thing about institutional and stakeholder relations. As a CMI, we're sitting in the midst of, of, of the public, of the people living in the Breda Gouritz water management area. Without them and the assistance of the general public, it's actually not possible to, 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 do, to do right to water resource management. So you need the help and the input of the public to be an effective uh, catchment management agency. That's why we put a lot of effort in how to capacitate and create more awareness around all types of, of water resource management issues, like, for example, pollution, uh, uh, alien vegetation, etc. So we got the target of, of the learners, and uh, it's placing the learners during the water week, a very high target of 5,000 per year, and over the strategic area period of the five years, a total of 25,000. Then uh, it's very important that the Breda Gouwerd CMI is, is, is linking all the different uh, activities of other government departments and spheres in the water resource management field. That's why the intergovernmental relations is so, is so critically important so that we can work together to, to achieve the ultimate aim of, of good water resource management. In the newsletter, very important to keep our stakeholders up to speed what's happening and also to bring awareness uh, regarding certain water resource management issues to our stakeholders. Then we've got a, a, a special thing that we do in the Breda Gouders area. We, we also uh, support like uh, community projects that are water related. Things like uh, food gardening at schools, at old age home, uh, rainwater tanks, uh, capacity building, etc. And our target for all that, uh, all approved project that we receive, we will actually support those. So the target is 100%. Then the forums. I mean, the forums is how you coordinate uh, the citizens and uh, different sectors living in a catchment. And it's, and it's very important that you need catchment management forums to help you to, to manage water resources and also to bring award awareness uh, to more people. So our target for the coming year is, uh, is 40 and is coming off a base of 30. And for the, for the strategic uh, period, we're planning to support uh, 200 forums. The, then the next one is, is water allocation reform. This one uh, specifically is how to support our, our emerging resource poor farmers in the area. 
And the target is, it was always 100%, is still 100%. Whenever a resource for Palmer is, uh, is approaching this office, I mean that that gets locked. And the target, we support every person that approaches this office into things like financial assistance, uh, applications for sub sub subsidies to different government departments. And also we, we are holding workshops to, to capacitate farmers on, on what is, how do you apply for a water license, for example, what is the availability of water, what type of funding is available. And we target, it's a new target, and, and we target for, for two this, in this current year. The next one, uh, number four on this one, is um, in terms of emerging farmer support, it's also the whole issue of, of uh, rainwater harvesting tanks. We are running a very, very successful program to install a rainwater harvesting program, especially for the purpose of, of small type irrigation. And it's making a difference, uh, what we've seen in the field already. We visited some of the places where uh, these farmers are, are it's possible for them, for them to create a livelihood for them and their family. So the target is 400 every year, and over the strategic period is a target of 2,000. The next one of, of the strategic focus area is the one we call water resource protection. So, so this one is about all our different rivers and also our groundwater resources. How do we monitor them? And our, and our target is uh, is 80, 80 sampling points of, of the different water resources spread out over the area of the Breda-Gourad CMI. So over the over the five-year period, it will remain 80. So it's the same points that we established that we monitor from year to year. Then the next one is quite exciting but also a, a, a big a problem for water resources in in our area is the whole thing about uh, alien investigation of our river banks of our catchments that is seeping out all the water so there's less water available for downstream use and also for the environment and we are quite proud we 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 support these type of projects that we call river rehabilitation projects but it is actually to remove these alien vegetation. So our target for, for next year is three. It's, it's coming from three base, and, and we will remain with those three for the, for the strategic uh, planning period. But it's, but it's quite exciting. It's making a difference. I mean, when you, when you move to this area, when you, when you cross the Breda River, you can see when you look right and left from the National Road, there's a significant improvement when you look at the river. The river blanks are clear, and also the natural vegetation is, is reappearing next to the rivers. In the matter of, of, of compliance, when, when, when every time a, a public is complaining about certain things regarding water resources, everyone is investigated. That's why our target is, is always 100%. And then the one strategic focus area of the name of strategic support, with that we the target is always to comply to to all the financial prescripts in terms of all the different regulations. 
So we're coming from a base of 100% and, and, and the target is always to stick to the 100%. Then uh, as a CMI, every year we must consult on the water resource management charges with the public. And for that, you, you, you must, after the process, you develop tariff uh, reports to the department that take that into account when they announce the new uh, tariffs, the minister I means every year. So that is important where we engage our stakeholders, where we explain what we are trying to do for the current year and what will be the cost implications, implications. The matter of, of the risk assessment report, these are things like the internal audits, etc. So there's one every year, in total is five for the for the strategic period. Then uh, the audit recommendations, I mean, every time when it's a bad audit recommendation, we try to improve 100%. The, the board of the Breda Gouda CMI is very strict regarding the audit. And uh, actually we're trying very hard this year to achieve a clean audit. It's quite difficult and challenging in the current environment, but we want to in, we want to improve from our record of of I think is now 12 unqualified audit opinions, but with findings. Thank you, Chair. We, we, we welcome the, the opinion of the legal advisors. Uh, that Just trying to move on with the, with the mouse, Chair. Move on on the slide. Honourable Chair, I'm, I'm trying to move on this side, but everything is dead here in Worcester. Okay, that one, that one. Okay, just, just stop that one. Okay, let, let me continue. Just keep that one. Continue strategic support. Okay, I'm, I'm finished with that one. Can we move on? Okay, okay, that one. So, so the next one is the, is the, the spending on a, on a triple BEE. And I mean, it's saying 100% of the targeted procurement budget spent on BEE. That's our target. And I and I mean we're coming from a base of 100%, and and we will keep it at 100% for the for the next couple of years. Then uh, the revenue management. This is quite a sensitive one, and also very important for the CMI, because if we if we don't generate sufficient uh, revenue, I mean we cannot maintain ourselves. And then the, the the grant funding of the department must actually be bigger. So our target is to 
is in general on average to to generate or collect 60 70 percent of our charges for this year becoming of a base of 65 percent so it's quite an increase for this year and also going forward especially of the current challenge of 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 the COVID 19 and where some water users are struggling to pay water resource charges or in some cases where there is also reluctance to pay water resource charges so we need to put a lot of effort into to get to the 70% collection rate. Then um, the organogram, our target is to is to fill a 75% of of the person organogram. We we achieve that target and and we try to keep it on for the next uh, period, the next four years, to try to at least fill 75% of the post. Then uh, management and governance. That one is already covered. Can we move on? This, I can just mention the one about the shareholder compact. That will remain. It is the compact that's signed between the board and the minister, and it's a thing that must we must do. So, honourable chair, this one uh, I will hand over to the CFO of the Breda Gouden CMI to make a presentation regarding the budget and and the revenue for this current year and also for the years going forward. Thank you, chair. Thank you very Thank much. Very much. Okay. Uh, Thank you very much, honorable members. Uh, I'll go straight to the budget. Uh, the proposed budget for the year in question. Yes, ma'am? Uh, your CEO has eaten all the time, so you have five minutes to complete okay. your, your budget. Okay. Can you turn the slide? next slide? Okay, let me go so long. Uh, honorable member, the budget for the proposed financial year is 68 million. Uh, it's coming from 67,5 from last financial year. So if you notice that there's no much increase, the increase is less than 1%. The reason for that, we were instructed by the department to cut the budget due to not having enough resources from their side. So we've managed to cut under goods Can and services. Can the slide move, please, Chair? The slide is not moving. Uh, CFO? Yes, ma'am. Who's controlling the, the, the presentation? Is it yourself? No, it's not me, Mr. Mnis. Oh, Mr. Mnis. Honorable, honorable chair. <laughs> I'll move Honorable chair. Next slide.
that is the input from Undabesi Park Osenkubo Nkosi Hello. And we have Honorable Priest. Members, do you have the stop control? Hello. Yeah, there is a, there is a general uh, network problem. Um, I think across every person I've been speaking to. So my computer is freezing. Okay. Chairperson. Honorable members. Honorable members. Yes. Honorable members. Honorable members. We will we will use our other slides, chairperson. Yes, can we, can a uh, CFO just proceed and then you yeah. should indicate the, uh, uh, yeah, the they, they are, uh, okay. Yes, let's proceed and, 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 and you, you yeah, should indicate uh, uh, the yeah. member has the copy. Okay. CFO? Uh, yes, ma'am, I'm starting. Okay. Page 16. Uh, the budget for the financial year that is in question is 68 million. You will notice, Chairperson, that from the previous year we don't have much increase. Our budget has our budget has increased by less than one percent. The reason for that we instructed by the department to implement cost cut. We continue with your mic, uh, CFO. Yes, yes, sorry, ma'am. Sorry, I didn't notice that. Okay, okay, I'll start from fresh. Our budget for the year in question is at 68 million. Okay, uh, compared to last financial year, we were at 67.5. You will notice, Chairperson, that the increase is less than even 1%. The reason for that, we were instructed by the department to cut the budget due to limited resources. So we've tried to cut on goods and services. We also cut on capital outlay as well as board-related costs. And then slide 16. Okay, on this slide, I am showing the source of funding. Where are we going to get the funds? Okay, for the budget of 68 million, 43% uh, will come from billing and collections. 56.81 will be augmented from the department. Included on the 56.1, there is 12% that is uh, the agency is transferring uh, water to the city of cape town the city of cape town is paying the amount directly to the department and then the department is transferring that amount to us so in total the augmentation will be 44 percent and the recoveries will be 56.56 percent so out of the 68 million, we will only augment 44% from the department. Okay, out of the 68 million, Chair, uh, our project amounts to 5,1 million, which is river rehabilitation project, rainwater harvesting tank, validation and verification of water use. 
I think that's all from my side, Chair. Thank you very much. Chair. We apologize for the network problems. Chair. Okay, thank you very much. Yes. The, the, the two slides that were presented by uh, the CFO, I'm not quite sure whether it's me alone or other members also have the very same problem. We couldn't see it. We couldn't see it. No, no, we don't have, have them as part of their presentation. Oh. We don't have them, yeah. Okay. Uh, honorable members, uh, is the same oh. situation. Oh, hi, I think I'm looking at the wrong wrong presentation. Sorry, sorry, Chair. Okay, okay, thank oh. you. Yo. Um, thank you very much, um, Brad Hood, Management uh, Agency. Thank you, you so move, much, Chair. Thank you. Can remove your presentation. Let's welcome Usu. Um, Cashman Management Agency. Uh, thank you, Chair. Uh, I wanted my chairperson to start. Oh. Chair. Are you there? Oh no, it looks like she's off. Okay, let's proceed, CEO. Okay. and his team to back you up. Okay. Uh, check. Can you see the presentation? Yes, we can. Okay. Honorable Thank members, you, is it, uh, can you see it? Honorable members? Yes, Okay, thank you. It's, it's on the screen, Chair. Okay, thank you very much. Okay. Thanks, Chair. Uh, Chair, Deputy Minister, Honorable Members, and Chairs and CEOs of uh, CMS, colleagues, both from the Department and CMS, uh, good afternoon. I will quickly take you through our APP presentation for today. And uh, the contents will not be that much. Last week, we did talk about our management area and then just the vision, our legislative framework or our mandate, uh, our strategic objectives and the key uh, projects that we intend to do this year, the budget overview and then threats and challenges. This is just to say that uh, we'll be managing the water resources in our water management area with our stakeholders uh, since our establishment. And this is the water management area uh, that I talked to you about last week. We have Swaziland here, and then we have Mozambique. We have Kruger National Park. Chair, sure, this is uh, one of the important aspects of the, of, the, of the water management area, the attributes. So if you look at the water use in the area, you can see agricultural use taking 31 percent. Then we have uh, ecological uh, reserve, the Kruger Park and the others, taking 23 percent. Then afforestation taking 21 percent. Cross-border, that's we take through, is about 6 percent. 
and then we have transfers and then uh, strategic water supply to ESCOM and the others in the Houghton. So our water management area provides water for uh, strategic use as well as for international use. Our vision is sufficient, equitable and quality water resource for all in our water management area. Our mission is to uh, efficiently manage water resources by empowering our stakeholders uh, in our quest or in our bid to contribute towards or promote transformation. And then our values are as listed, chair, integrity, the battle principle, efficiency, accountability, diversity, and transparency. These are our mandates, our powers and functions. Section 80 of the National Water Act, uh, Section 1920 talks about water quality management, Section 25, transfers, and as far as irrigation boards are concerned. Section 33, that uh, existing lawful water use declaration, registration, if you come to 34, and then validation and verification, Section 35. The licensing process, Section 40, 41, 42, and 44. Uh, and then if you come down to the licenses, 53, 54, 55, and Section 57 is the water use charges that we are uh, doing now. We have five strategic objectives shared. Effective and efficient management and sustainable management of water resources. Collaborative management of integrated uh, water resources uh, for wise socioeconomic development. Managing ICMA resources. Promoting knowledge generation and distribution as we do research and then publish for people to know what is going on in the water sector. And then promote and pursue international development agenda as we are a transboundary water management institution, we need to make sure we uh, promote and pursue international developmental agenda. And so this slide is also just to uh, tell members that uh, whatever we do as IUCMA, we don't do it in isolation uh, from the department. All our objectives are linked to the, the objectives of the department and that of the national development plan. And that's why I show you these two slides. Our organizational structure, Chair, these are the three main divisions. Uh, under the chief executive officer. We have the core, which is the water resource management. Under that, we have resource monitoring, uh, resource quality monitoring, water use authorization, that is where we give licenses, and then uh, data and information management, that is linked to the water use authorization. We have resource planning and operations. They look at the quantity and quality, uh, the quantity of the water restrictions and the areas, manage it using operating rules. And that's where we talk about Schedule 3, which is a, a delegation we haven't got as yet. Compliance, monitoring, and enforcement, Section 1920, 54, and Schedule 3 again. And then institution and participation. Uh, my colleague talked about the stakeholder, the importance of stakeholders, because we manage the water resources with them. So we cannot leave them out in whatever we do. We have to capacitate them. We use them in determining our charges and then uh, our cash management strategy development. So they are part of the APP, the annual uh, uh, plan that we do. And the corporate services, we have human resources, legal, records, IT, communications, and then risk management. And then the CFO has got the finance, revenue, and the supply chain. These are the main projects we have in our APP for uh, this year. Water quality management, we, we say integrated water quality management. Verification of existing lawful water use. Water allocation plan, we pilot and implement. We will finalize our compulsory licensing. That is when we have uh, finished with the validation and verification, which we are almost done. 
we finished with the Nkomati aspect. We are working on the Usutu area. River systems operations, flow and rainfall data loggers, managing that to give us information about the water uh, quantity in the system. The building of water use, that's revenue aspect. It's also important, the charges. IT support, we do hardware, software, both so that the systems I mentioned last week, if we can get some parallel systems, small one also to work with that of uh, the big ones of the department. So that uh, when that the department has, uh, is not working down, uh, it's not working, it's down, we can uh, use our small ones. We have a groundwater strategy that we will implement this year too. Water conservation and demand management, uh, awareness creation, we shall do that. Water use licensing, we'll continue to do that. Our customer management strategy, we did it in-house, it's almost done. I'm sure we'll finalize it this quarter, and then the Clean River campaigns. At our strategic session, these are the priorities we agreed uh, together with the board. Uh, we have water quality management, very important for CMEs, uh, verification and validation, the billing, transformation and empowerment of our stakeholders, uh, the implementation of river ecosystem, you can say the biomonitoring, effective data acquisition and management, uh, support for transboundary activities, human capital development, innovation and research development. Chair, this is the budget. I wanted to see if I can go onto the tables, but maybe uh, let the finance uh, manager uh, finish with the budget. Then we'll try to close this one, and then we'll go to the tables. If we have enough time, we'll rush through quickly. Chair, with your permission. Um, uh, thank you, CEO. Um, and uh, afternoon, Chair, with all protocols observed. Um, I would like to present the figures of, of the IUCMA for, for the next MTF cycle. Um, just to highlight that as a as the figures are being presented, these are obviously aligned to our strategic objectives. Um, the, the core projects that um, the CEO has presented, they've all been taken into good consideration and we've, we've, we've um, factored them into our costing for the, for the period. So with regards to um, augmentation budgeted for the period 2020-21, we had initially budgeted an amount of 105 million, which was a 43% increment from previous budget of 73 million. Um, however, we have received communication from the DWS that unfortunately the augmentation will be adjusted downward by 20%. So they have allocated 83 million to the IC, IUCMA for the period under, under discussion. So um, this then requires the IUCMA to then uh, make necessary adjustment to the proposed budget as approved by the governing board. Um, the, the strategy we'll adopt is we'll apply further cost co uh, uh, curtailment, as well as uh, improve um, revenue collection strategies in order for us to, to cover the gap that, that we've now facing of an adjusted down um, augmentation. Um, interest um, budgeted for, we have initially budgeted for 3.6 million. However, this was taken into consideration that we will receive 105 million. This will also be revised downward uh, to be aligned to the 83 million now allocated to the IECMA. With regards to revenue um, through invoicing processes, we have budgeted 47 million, which is a 31% increment from prior years. Um, we have recorded in the prior year a 42% collection rate, 
Um, however, we've got a revenue management strategy document that has been approved by our governing board, which we're planning on implementing on the periods going forward. We, we're hoping that, um, well, not hoping, we're trusting and we've got confidence in the document that this will improve our collection uh, recoverability of, in, of invoices sent out to, to our customers. So hopefully this will change going forward. So when we look at overall revenue that we're collecting, there's 100% um, of our revenue in total, with 62% allocated to augmentation, 3% to interest receivable, and 35% to WRMC invoices that will be issued in the period under analysis. Um, when we're looking at our, our, we're now looking at our expenditure. However, just to highlight again to members that we will go back and revise these costs based on the information that our augmentation will be um, adjusted down. However, as approved by our governing board, the personnel costs have increased by 43% to 106 million purely because we have been given the uh, approval to implement uh, our um, structure. Um, so this, uh, it's been phased over a three-year period. Um, it, it, it has co caused an increase in our personal cost from this year into the second and third year going forward. Um, however, these figures will still need to be considered in terms of the adjusted augmentation. Um, other expenditure, we're recording 50 million, which is a decrease of 6%. However, um, again, this will need to be further revised so we, uh, we align ourselves to committed augmentation from the DWS. So overall, um, in terms of um, expenditure, as it stands, we, we are budgeting 156 million, which is a 22% increment from the last quarter. So just to give a high level understanding of year two and three based on the MTF cycles, um, in year 21, 22, we're expecting to spend 112 million on salaries and 118 million in year 22-23. In terms of goods and services, 21-22, we're expecting to, to, to budget, well, the budget is 50 million, and then that moves to 53 million in year 22-23. So overall total expenditure in the, in the two latter years of the MTF cycle, we're expecting to spend 165 million, um, and in year 21 and 22, and 175 million budgeted in year 22-23. So this includes all our capital outlay, board expenses, salaries, and, go and goods and services. So just to give a, 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 um, the committee comfort that we, we, we have continually considered the rate of personal cost versus expenditure. So if we've drafted our budgets, we have um, considered this our current spend on personal cost and is 68% with other expenditure budgeted at 32%. However, um, just to highlight again to the committee that our figures will need to be further adjusted to take into consideration the downward augmentation of 20%. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, CEO. Uh, CEO. Hello, Chair. Yes, they finished. CEO is not closing. Or Chair. Thank you, Chair. Uh, where is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was trying to say that uh, now we go to the tables. And if you look at our tables, we look at uh, corporate governance. 
that involves Office of the CEO and the Governing Board, whatever we've been doing for the baseline data, uh, the Governing Board meetings at least uh, four per year will be done. And then uh, we have our executive uh, committee meetings, that is a committee of the board, audit committee meetings, and then our stakeholder consultation meetings, where we discuss the tariffs for the coming year will also be done. Uh, if we come to legislative reporting, 100%, we say percentage compliance with statutory prescripts, uh, prescripts. We will not leave anyone out. So baseline is 100%, annual target is 100%. So every quarter, we need to uh, finish with that one. Our corporate social responsibility, we say 100%. We uh, give a target of four boreholes and four water uh, storage uh, facilities. So that uh, when we go to the catchment every quarter, we provide one borehole at least, and then one uh, storage tank for uh, the disadvantaged. Uh, when we come to strategic engagements, the key strategic engagements that we will do will be eight. Uh, we have one in quarter one, three uh, in quarter two, and then uh, three, and then one in quarter four. We come to the a core business, the water allocation uh, reform. We have a plan, we, every quarter we have to develop a plan. And then uh, applications of water use authorizations, that one we say 100%. You know, we, 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 we do the processing and then we recommend take it to the department. So when it comes to our side of the story, we want to make sure that uh, whatever application that we receive, we will process it on time and take it to the uh, department. Effective river operations, uh, we have a decision support system that is helping us. Uh, the cleaner one, now we're working on the service and one. So we want to make sure that will also continue. Uh, data acquisition will continue. Our groundwater monitoring network is part of our groundwater uh, uh, strategy. Uh, we are going to continue to do that, uh, drilling of boreholes and the monitoring, uh, the uh, water quality as well as uh, the recharge rate. When it comes to water resource protection, uh, we're going to continue. We're not going to leave anything aside. But uh, I must mention that uh, because of COVID-19, we could not do sampling for the month of April. So we subsequently wrote to the governing board, and the governing board agrees with us that uh, some of the uh, targets we may not be able to achieve because of COVID-19. So we've revised them nicely, but unfortunately, it could not get to... Uh, uh, after the last board meeting, this document had already been submitted to Parliament, so we couldn't change it. But the board has approved that the small, small changes will be done, and you'll be notified accordingly. Uh, when it comes to uh, compliance with the National Water Act, we try to do our best to make sure we, and this year, this year too, we are going to do the same. Knowledge networks, our interactions with the catchment forums, Interactions with Water Research Commission and other the universities of learning uh, will continue. We've got memorandum of understanding with some of these bodies so that uh, when we interact together, engage each other, we get more people, empowering more people and get more knowledge to act on. Uh, participation in the research and existing uh, climate change forums. We have tied up with the provincial uh, team here so that uh, we're working together. We are not working in isolation. We also teamed up with COBOA our next door, another international water management institution. So we do this as a, as a team so that we can have a common solution to that. Uh, when it comes to risk management, copy services, Chair, we, 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 we do have our risk assessment 
and the board is involved with that one. Uh, triple BEE, we have to make sure we have to increase our spend on the BBE side so that we empower uh, the previously disadvantaged people. Records management, all the time striving for the best, and we don't want to drop uh, the ball. Revenue, that's where we need to uh, uh, raise our game because uh, the debt textbook that we got, uh, 200 million, we have tried to clean it, we haven't finished. So we're still working so that we can get in more money uh, from our stakeholders to reduce the deficit or the augmentation we get from the, the department. And we also, we plan to fill the vacancies that we have, train the Some workforce. Guys, I all your time is up. Okay, thank you, thank you, Chair. I think I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> okay. uh, thank you very much. Um, thank you. CEO and, 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 and um, your team. Um, honorable members, that was the presentation um, from both the um, Red Hot and the Usut. Okay, thank you very much. Um, I'm, I'm going to allow honorable members to engage with the presentation. Uh, Honorable Masheho. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, uh, good afternoon to, to everybody. Uh, um, we can't see Masheho, <laughs> Yeah, there is, a, there is something in here. Yeah, let them remove the, 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 the screen. But in the meantime, let me continue, Chair, because the time is not on my side. I must also join another meeting. Chair, okay. two things I want to raise. Uh, as, as a, um, first, on the, on the, ooh, so the, the, they are saying in the process of them um, either collecting or billing, they build the, the municipal, the city of Cape Town through the department, and the money get deposited into the, into the department. Then later on in in their in their account, why is that? Because to me, it there is an administration fee that you will have to pay unnecessarily if you do that, and and, and time that you you're gonna lose in the process of you following that particular bottleneck of going through department and then back into Cape Town. When in actual fact. Uh, your offices are just in Western Cape. I don't understand why. Why, why is that the issue? The, the, the second point, chair, is the um, of the five hundred learners. Five, I mean, five thousand learners. How do you source them, uh, uh, Untu? How do you source them, and what is the success rate of that particular sourcing of the five thousand learners you are envisaging to do? Generally, on both of them, is my last point. In their budget, there is, they are not indicating the possibility of them facing a difficulty given the COVID-19 situation that you are going to be in. Do they want us to believe that irrespective of what is happening within the COVID-19, they are still going to meet their budget as they are budgeting irrespective of the, of, of, of the problem? If, and in, and in, 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 in Untu, I mean Usutu, they are even budgeting their personal uh, expenditure. 
above the expected norm of 25 or 30%. They are at about 62 or 38, I'm sure. I'm not sure which one is the correct one, but it is between 38 and 68 that they are budgeting as expenditure for human resource payment, which is beyond the, the norm of an operational entity. Thanks, Chair. Are you done? I'm, or I'm, I'm done, Chairperson. I'm done. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Honorable Masihu, um, Honorable Basson. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, Chairperson, I would like to thank both these uh, entities for their presentation. I don't have any questions for them now. Thank you, Chair. Okay, thank you very much. Um, Honorable Basson, Honorable Tseke. Oh, thank you, thank you, Chairperson. Let me also join my join my colleague in um, uh, appreciating the presentation by the two ACMA's chair. And uh, my my recommendation going forward um, is that um, chair after the they revise their, their their APP and and their strategic plan. I think it will be important uh, for them to to send the revised the revised documents to Parliament for our consideration too, um, because they've indicated that uh, the board still is still going to meet and and readjust the 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 budget and the and the targets for for the year so i think it is important that um, uh, after that uh, exercise they send the revised uh, app or specifically the targets that um, uh, are implicated and chair on the usutu uh, when you speak about empowering your historically disadvantaged individuals I think you must be specific in terms of the of the targets. Whom whom are you targeting? Because we are of the view that uh, women are supposed to be empowered in this country. Young people are supposed to be empowered, and people with disabilities. So your story must be clear in terms of uh, the empowerment. Um, on the um, Dr. T. Usutu, Usutu spoke about um, drilling of boreholes and storage tank, which, yeah, and storage tank, but I'm not quite sure whether that program will be, or that project, will, is it going to benefit the people around, or is it going to uh, uh, empower or assist an individual within the area of their jurisdiction. Um, what is the other issue? Yes, yeah, I think, uh, okay, in terms of the vacancy rate, I think um, Dr. T can also elaborate on that because uh, the chairperson did cut you whilst you're still presenting in terms of um, your vacancy rate within your, your entity and when are you going, what are those posts? And when do you intend to fill in those vacancies? Thank you, Chair. Uh, thank you very much. Um, chair, chair, please, I didn't get that one. Uh, uh, please, the last one. I didn't get it properly. 
or the vac- the vacancy rate within your entity. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh yes. Okay. And I when do you think much. you'll yeah you'll fill those positions? Thanks. Honorable Mbana. Hello, you can you can pass for now. Okay, we're not coming back. Honorable Sikwai. Good afternoon, uh, Chairperson and the members and the entities. Um, Appreciating the presentation from both uh, entities, I have got a a question from Usutu. They are mentioning that they have got a program to rehabilitate their their water. One is interested to know um, where does the debt come from with their rehabilitating? Where does it come from? I, I raise the issue that perhaps it could be also from communities that are polluting or uh, whoever. The second issue is that in the rehabilitation process, uh, is there an opportunity that uh, communities could be uh, engaged in terms of getting some work? I I, I don't uh, exclude that there could be some cleaning that cannot be done by them, uh, which is highly uh, sensitive, but I think it's a soft area for the communities in those areas to get some jobs. Also, there's a, 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 a learnership program. Uh, sometimes learnership, we appreciate them uh, as a process of skills development. But at the end, you find that those people are not absorbed at the end of the learnership and they go back again uh, uh, as they were, um, checking if there's an absorption of those learnership at the end of the program. Thank you, Chairperson. I'm done, Chair. Uh, Honorable Sikoi. Um, Honorable Taiki. So, Bana Petuna for Christmas. I think Madame Honorable Taiki. Oh, 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 I disappeared and I'm back. Chair, I'm fine. I don't have anything. Okay, thank you very much, uh, Honorable Seki. And then um, I'm told we have, um, we, we we don't have anybody from EFF, Koliswa. Uh, Honorable Tafani. Yes. Okay, Honorable Tafani. 
Okay, Honorable Tafen. Um, it's not coming in. Honorable uh, Mapika. Honorable Mapika. I is not coming in. And I'm told we've got Honorable Hendrik. Let's join the meeting. Honorable Hendrik. Uh, thank you, Honorable Chair, for the opportunity uh, to uh, address a portfolio committee that does uh, wonderful work for the country. Uh, I have been very active in the Western Cape with regard to sanitation and water when I was a councillor, and I didn't want to miss this opportunity just to get peace of mind in my oversight role. I want to know from the different boards that have agencies that have presented whether there is any sewerage in the water, in the waterways and in the rivers, and how they deal with it. And also, secondly, uh, Honourable Chair, I want to know if there are any water treatment uh, plants under their control, and if they can assure the nation that they don't throw uh, uh, untreated sewerage in the waterways and in the rivers, because, you know, many residents live along waterways, they live along rivers, and we cannot allow the African child to live in Shoebridge, to, to, to study in Shoebridge, and to play in Shoebridge. So this is just a concern of our party. Thank you, Honorable Chair. Thank you, um, Honorable Hendrik, for joining our committee today. You are welcome. Uh, do we have uh, any member that is on the line that I've missed? Honorable Kony. Yes. Honorable Kony. Yes, Chair. Honorable Kony, you're welcome. Thank you, ma. Um, just one question. I just wanted to find out from the from BGCMA, in terms of the ten workshops they've already held, um, to capacitate and empower the resource for farmers. I want to know what what is the effect of these workshops? How what is the success rate and how effective are they? So that is the only question I wanted to ask. Thank you, Chairperson. Okay. Do we have an Honorable uh, August is also on the line, Chair? Oh, Honorable August, welcome. Good afternoon, Chairperson. No, I'm here from the beginning. Uh, I've oh. been covered with the questions. Thank you, Chairperson. Okay, thank you very much. Um, the two boards, uh, both of you, adding to the questions asked by members. The baseline for the NDP is acknowledged that South Africa. Um, we still have uh, the unemployment is growing. Uh, the, there is a gap inequality, and and people still poor. And I, I just want to check on your your program because I didn't get none of you have talked 
talked about the targeted jobs in your area of operation. Just want to check what will be your contribution to job creation and 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 and, and, and um, the contribution towards uh, um, <coughs> uplifting the poor in your areas. Um, I know that we have talked about the river rehabilitation, but this program at five years back or yes, it was very strong and was a massive job creator in the country. But uh, for these past five years, we have not seen it. Where is the challenge? Because it's about environment, about even educating of, of our communities, of, of them living together with the natural resources without harming them. So, so why is the program no longer having an impact that we have seen previously? If, if it's been run this time, why is it not visible? What is the problem uh, for, for both uh, 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 two boards? I know that Briade is uh, <clears throat> roughly growing, but the, 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 there is a lot that they can areas. And 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 the bread you have not talked about your water allocation uh, in your area. And if you can just uh, do as Komati uh, has done in 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 distribution of their water in your sector in in those areas, so that you can have a picture of 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 the distribution of water in your area. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You can respond. We start with the bread of food. Yeah, thank you, Chairperson. Um, why is the funding directed via City of Cape Town to the department back to BGCMA? There's that question which I think might be best answered by the department, but I'd like my CEO to first talk to that. Um, there's a question around how do we source the 5,000 learners that we've um, you, you know, spoken to? And also, I think, Zanele, if you can please look at the point around the COVID-19 considerations, um, that our budget doesn't seem to be covering that. Should we encounter any challenges around that fact? Um, and another honorable member mentioned the uh, sewage related challenges. Do we have uh, sewage in our rivers? How do we deal with it? Um, just maintaining a clean river systems, uh, making sure that an African child does not get impacted. There's also a question around uh, the workshops that we've done for uh, how have those successful Jan, if you can talk to that. So um, uh, the wishes, uh, the plans of the NDP, you know, and I think in particular focusing on empowering, uplifting the poor, uh, as well as educating and, and empowering. There's also the last point on water allocation. Honorable members, if I've missed any, any particular question, please do remind us.
I'm also uh, relying on the CEO to add on there while he's responding. Please proceed, Jan and Zanele, once he's done. Okay, thank. Thank you, Chair. I mean, Honorable Chair of the, of the committee. Let's start with the one about the transfer of water from from the water management area that is called the Bredegouders to the Burg Olifants, the one where the city of Cape Town is in. In in terms of of the pricing strategy of the country, how it works, the water management area that transfer the water to the receiving water management area. That water management area that's doing the transferring part, that portion of the water that's available in in the donating catchment, that part of the budget must come from the receiving water management area. So the current situation is about 19% of the available water in the Breda-Gouritz water management area is transferred to the neighbor neighbor water management area where the city of Cape Town is. So then 19% of our budget must be refunded by the receiving water management area. But the situation is also in the in the Burke Olifants. There is no CMA. It's only the Department of Water and Sanitation. So the neighboring area don't collect uh, water charges on their own. That money is flowing into a big pot that's sitting in the Department of Water and Sanitation. That's why currently and, 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 and in the past, we always submitted the invoice to the department in Pretoria so that the refund can come from Pretoria and, and not via the, the receiving water management area because there is no CMI in place. But I mean, I agree 100%. It is quite a long uh, route to go. It will be better if we can invoice the neighboring water management area. And I mean, it will even be better and more practical if there is a CMA in place in a neighboring area, because that will speed up the process tremendously and also bring more efficiency. But but I mean, it's a very valid point. The next one about how we source our learners. So, so awareness and, and capacity building in a water field is, is always is almost like a type of scientific biology class in the school. So what we do, we focus certain areas in our areas in, in our water management area. We target the schools, we approach the, the school master to see if it's possible that we can give a, a class or do like a workshop in the school. So there's always tremendous uh, eagerness from the different schools that our officials must come to the children and provide the necessary uh, awareness capacity building, especially around water week. So, so it's really not a problem to achieve the 5,000 targets. And I mean, there's, there's plenty of takers. And what we do every time we go to present uh, in, a, in a school and, 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 and present uh, the workshop, there's also like a roll call so we can easily monitor how many children were, possible, were present, how many teachers, etc. It is very successful. It makes a huge difference. And the schools are looking forward to this every year that we provide this type of roadshow. The matter about the sewage in the water, in our water management area. Uh, here I, I must be honest. It is quite possible there is sewage in the water. 
because there are plenty of of sweets uh, works in our water management area unmute sorry chapasin yes thank you let let them respond and then you'll i'll give you a chance after they finish because they've started already so 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 is, is the is the matter of the switch you, you can get like uh there can be overflows from pump stations etc that those pump stations pump uh raw switch to switch works for treatment and you can get overflows but i but i mean luckily uh because of the huge uh social network we we establish in our area every time that a member of the public or a member of our forums are witnessing any raw sewage flowing into rivers there is normally a response and i and i mean uh, because of the embarrassment and also the action that the cmi is taken the municipality they normally fix the problem but in our area i'm not aware of any obvious problem where raw sewage is flowing into rivers right it's only by means of accidents. So there is also a wide monitoring program. We monitor 80 uh, different water resources and sampling points in our rivers, and we don't pick up serious raw sewage uh, pollution of our water resources. So we're still fortunate in, in that regard, and we also, the aim is try to keep it like that. The matter after, after, after workshops, I must say those workshops are extremely successful. Why are we saying that? We're saying that because of the attendance of the different workshops. We also see it, I mean, there's an increase in, 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 in water license application. There's also an increase in, in, in funding application. There's also an increase because we bring also the, the other government departments in, like agriculture, for example. There's an increase of where the emerging farmers are approaching those departments also to get the necessary water and agricultural support. In the matter of, of uplifting the poor in our area, I mean, that is uh, critically important for everything that we do inside the Breda Gouder CMI. Uh, we implemented a, a, a social project program. I mean, where we established like community gardens, food gardens, aquaculture, and those type of things. Those are for the youth, for, for, for the women, and the previously marginalized. And those are creating opportunities, provide livelihoods. Then there's the matter of the, of the river rehabilitation projects, the alien vegetation. Those are creating also job opportunities, also entrepreneurships, also management for the, for the project leaders of the different projects. And also, I, I just want to stress the, the whole thing about efficiency in the processing of a license application. Every time there's a successful license application, especially from, from the poor women and, and previous disadvantaged, you actually create opportunity. You're unlocking economic potential and create and potential work. I mean, if somebody uses water for farming, for irrigation, or an in industry, automatically you're creating work and economic activity down the line. The matter of, of why is this a uh, the matter of the removal of the aliens not so prevalent anymore. Uh, just quickly, in, in, the, in the past, five, six, seven years ago, it was called the Working for Water Program. It resided on the Department of Water Affairs at the time, Water and Sanitation. 
But that program was moved to environmental affairs. But but the part that we are on contributing from the side of the Bredegoude CMI, we're working together with the Department of Environmental Affairs. But because this task, I mean, is so obvious, so, so big to do, you cannot leave it to one entity. We must all work together and pull resources to make a real difference. But there's, there's, there's plenty of potential to, to actually expand that type of project. It make a difference. And I mean, the, the economic, the employment linked to such expanded program, it, it is more enormous. What is uh, linked to the water allocation, uh, if I understand the question correctly, is how the water is distributed between the different sectors in our water management area. So, so the sector, we are like a rural water management area. So most of our water, 80%, more than 80% is agricultural water use. There's a small portion to, to, to industrial use and the rest is used by, by municipalities for drinking water. I mean, that is, that is the makeup of our area. And I, and I mean, uh, we are different from the rest of the country where irrigation plays a, a big major role in our area. Thank you, Chair. I think, um, Chair, um, Committee Chair, if I can just add one point. There was also one question before the financial one it's responded to. There was the one point about um, whether are there any water treatment plants under our control? Just to confirm that we we have none under our control, Chair. Uh, I just wanted to highlight that point before the CFO speaks, if that's okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. Thank you very so thank much, you very Chair. Much. Yes. Okay. Chair, in, in terms of COVID-19, it really has a huge implication on our business. As Yanni has already mentioned, that more than 80% is the agricultural uh, water use. So we've looked at this matter yesterday with my team, but our hands are very tight. Now that the minister is the custodian of water resource management, so we cannot make any decision without consulting the department. So we agreed that we will contact the department because we are looking at how about we give the, the, the payment relief to all our users now that they were suffered also in uh, because of this pandemic. So we are in the process of writing to the department to help us to give a relief to all our users. Uh, things are not looking good at all as from uh, March up until now. Uh, we've only covered 25% of the collections and uh, our major billings are in March and September and March is where the lockdown started. So things are not looking good. It has a very huge implication from our side. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Nkomati Usutu. Thank you, Chair. Uh, I will also try to answer those uh, that have not been answered already by my colleagues. Chair, the first one that I want to touch on will be the personnel expenditure. You see, we are a service knowledge-based uh, water management institution, and the norm has been 60 to 40. And the board has been trying all the time to keep it at 60 to 40. But because we've got enough people in there to do the work, Chair, we have cut down dramatically on work 
done by contractors or service providers. So I think uh, that's what is catering for that. In future, uh, if the pricing strategy allows for our own fees, maybe the gap uh, will be reduced between what we get from uh, our stakeholders by way of charges and then, then the one that we get from the department as a grant. So that, that is uh, being worked on. Uh, members said, uh, after revising the targets, we need to send it to the department uh, and the parliament. Yes, we do that, uh, Chair. Even what the board approved, we sent to the department, but it was late. Already, the original one had already been sent to parliament. That's why you couldn't get it. Uh, empowering the, the HDIs. Who are you targeting? Chair, we are targeting women, youth, and the uh, previously disadvantaged in general. People with disabilities, that's why we have a uh, we haven't done very well on, on that front, but uh, the resource poor farmers, uh, when we are able to support them with some kind of tanks, boreholes, we coordinate uh, subsistence allowance for the, the, the on the agricultural front, river cleaning campaigns. We use them uh, the, the community so that uh, they will uh, get empowered in a way. When it comes to boreholes and the tanks, we use our CSI budget and we use it for the needy people. Uh, the, the, the call will come from the people, uh, we have got IMP uh, uh, people in the field, stakeholder relations officers. So when the uh, request comes, we go there to check who are the people, what is it that they need, how much do we have, what can we help. So we, if it is for a school or for a community or for a resource poor farm community, we are able to use our uh, company social investment uh, budget to help them. On the vacancy front, uh, we don't have many, but we reserve, or some of them, the vacancies are there to implement the licensing in-house. You remember, we want to do our licensing uh, in-house if the, the call comes. Uh, the sub-segregation, we need to make sure there is segregation of duties, uh, the systems that we have. So some of these opportunities are there that we can use. As we can fill them as soon as the lockdown is lifted. We have arranged what kind of positions can be filled this year, what can be filled in next year. And because of the lockdown, even advertisement becomes a problem. It will not be fair if we continue to recruit during this period. So we are waiting for the lockdown to be lifted, then we continue with our, our uh, recruitment. Rehabilitating the rivers. Death from where? Sure, that comes from the communities and all over. You know, when it rains, from the catchment upstream, everything comes down. And uh, yes, we are doing some kind of uh, education, awareness creation, to make sure that the communities know exactly the impact of their activities. The catchment forums, we use that one to create awareness. And we, yes, we are using the communities to help clean the rivers. In the past, they were voluntarily and free. But we have said that uh, they come up with some kind of uh, uh, co corporate or associations so that uh, when they do it, we know we have a responsibility to uh, give them something for that. The first MOU or the first proposal has been done by one community. So we've given it to the other communities to learn from that one so that uh, we can uh, give them something for the work that they do so that they will also guard it. When they do it, they will not allow people to... Uh, continue to pollute. When it comes to empowerment, 
leadership programs. Yes, uh, the internship, because we know people can't get jobs outside. We extended it to two years. So the internship is now two years. Uh, and then uh, we are absorbing some of them. And even in my last presentation, we talked about that one. We have been absorbing quite a number of them. Uh, we also give them some bursaries, and those people will give bursaries to also, we absorb some of them. Uh, I think my colleague from uh, uh, Brady Horace already answered the sewage aspect. Yes, we have sewage in the water, but we are working with the municipalities to ensure that uh, uh, we get things done. We have got MOUs with them, and we are working uh, together nicely to ensure these things are done. Rehabilitation, we are doing uh, solid waste removal. Uh, like I said, it used to be uh, voluntary, but now we are giving them uh, some kind of stipends. Or I wouldn't say stipends, some fees, so that they get committed, they get uh, that kind of uh, zeal to do the work. On, uh, do we have any uh, sewage waste under our control? No, like the chairperson of Brady, uh, who said, uh, that, that is for uh, the department and then the municipalities. We don't operate any water treatment work. And the last one, which I've already touched on, uh, the NDP, unemployment inequality, our contribution towards jobs. Sure, I think uh, the intentions that I, I talked about helps uh, people to learn and also to have an on or in-house uh, experience so that uh, even if we can't absorb all of them, when they go out there, they have the experience to also do some work. The river rehabilitation I mentioned, the bursaries, employment from the area around, we are empowering the people around. Whenever we want to give uh, some kind of job or uh, a contract, we want to make sure that the people around benefit from that before we can go out. The bursaries, the using of uh, triple B, E, E as suppliers. Every year or every quarter, the board checks, how far have you gone? Have you improved on your BBE uh, spent? And this is what we are trying to do to ensure we empower the people. Chair, thank you. Uh, thank you very much, um, CO. Uh, Honorable Tafeni. Uh, I thank you, Chairperson. Hey, the, the mic is not unmuted that time. Uh, my question, Chair, that is in the case, there are. Your line is very bad, Honorable Member. Your line is very bad. Chair. Yes. Can Honorable Tafeni send uh, questions through the chat? Uh, in the, through the chat section. Uh, does so the, the Microsoft has, The Microsoft has that chat very complicated. Yeah. This yeah. one. It yeah. does. I don't think so. Um, okay. it, it does, Chairperson. It does, Chair. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Honorable Tafeni, where does he get it? 
Honorable Tafeni. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk to, to her um, uh, before, maybe you can come back before we close. Uh, DM and the, and your team, I'm not sure who's there from your department. You want to, maybe let me check if there's any follow up so that uh, as you're coming, then we're closing. Uh, honorable members, are we, are we fine? Can we give it the GM? The chat. <laughs> chat. Yes. yes. Who's that? The, the only thing I want to, to say, man, chair, the, the questions are too generalized in, in answers. Um, though we have asked specific questions, but the, everything is just being general. And I think we, uh, 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 maybe the DM and the team that will come now can be specific on the questions we are raising. The only specific they gave to me was the issue of um, 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 whether there is COVID implications or not. On, on all others, they are giving us general answers, Chair. It, it, it can't be correct. Can, can you be specific a bit? Okay. Um, uh, DM and, and the team. Maybe before they come in, before the DM comes, you know, one of the things that uh, uh, we, should, we should look at is uh, how we consolidate this sector, water sector, uh, and, and, and come up with, the, with our contribution to the job, to job creation. And again, we must actually indicate what, project that we will use to uplift the living standard of the people that we are, we are, we are operating. It's very critical, these issues. Uh, so, so I could see that uh, there is no coordination. It's just uh, the, the, the catchment agencies, they're just becoming creative. Uh, but to those that might not be meaning anything to them if there is no directive from the department they would not do that and and one of the issues that was raised by the the bread the whole which is very important is the this gar food gardening and your uh, your pound for fish uh, fish farming and and we are dealing with water and we 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 know that our our ocean are depleted in terms of uh, fish because of the environment. Um, so we have to we have to be creative in terms of fish farming, and we, we are managing the dam. It should be the coordinated effort from the department as part of contributing to the to the to, to the to the upliftment of of, of, of of life in in the area that we operate. So I just wanted to raise this issue, Minister. Even if you don't have answers now, it should be a work for thought so that we have a concrete things that intervene in the life of our people. And we must, we must, as we quote the NDP, we must be able to say this is a baseline that the NDP has, 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 has been drafted from. And these are the acknowledgement of where the society is. And this is what we must do to to uplift the, the, the living standard of, of, of our people. Uh, GM and the team. J 
Chair, just before that, can I raise one question, please? Okay, all right. Yes, I just wanted to find out in terms of redressing the imbalances of the past, how do you, can we get a breakdown in terms of the licenses issued? Because I see that it's 85%. Can that be broken down so that we have an idea as to who is, um, who is able to access licenses and so on? Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Your Excellency, Comrade Chair, and other members. Um, uh, on our side, Chairperson, we have the DTG, uh, Anil uh, Singh, who's responsible for, for the branch regulations. Uh, at the very same time, sitting with Osis uh, Togos Gwaza, who's a uh, one responsible for the departmental entities or institutional oversight. Uh, they are sitting on that other side, Chairperson. I'm going to request that they respond first because I'm going to respond on the other issues um, uh, immediately after them. Anil, are you there and sis talk? Uh, Anil. Yes, uh, DM, we are here. Stella who responded to some of the questions that are specific uh, the leadership is worried about, uh, including that uh, issue about the billing of the, the predatories that uh, we owe them. Because uh, if on the other side they transfer water to us and then we don't uh, repay, but let's deal with those questions yourself quickly and, and Anil, then I will come up with these other uh, policy issues. Thank you. Thank you, DM, uh, Chairperson and Honorable Members. I will respond to the issues and uh, uh, Ms. Profilatos will also add um, the DDG regulation Mr. Anil Singh has just uh, stepped uh, outside. Uh, Chair, if I can start with the issue of the, the importance of CMAs in the country. I think the two CMAs have demonstrated the importance of water resource management at a local level. Because after 1994, we had to make sure that the, the communities and the previously disadvantaged uh, people participate in, 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 in water resource management. So I think uh, this is what we are trying to do with the establishment of CS CMAs to, be, to cover the wall-to-wall -wall around the country. The issues of pollution and also of uh, ensuring that we protect the resources are dealt with at a local level. And this is where the poor women and um, local people participate actively through the forums and also in, um, uh, in, in clearing water uh, um, uh, issues around, around the rivers. In terms of the billing, uh, yes, billing has been a problem because it has been centralized, but we have now started to decentralize it. It's managed at a local uh, level. We are going to improve on that issue where the, the money still comes to a local level, but we have started to decentralize 
billing so that the CMAs can manage it because if they manage it at a local level, they will have better relations with the communities and the users and the people will be able to, uh, uh, to pay. And uh, in terms also of the of the issue of uh, the 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 learners, I think we 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 are encouraging that they 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 get more learners to understand the water resource management and around environmental crimes, so that uh, we have young people that are, are knowledgeable, and we also work a lot with the schools in 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 in, in various uh, uh, cases. And um, also in, in the Brieda where we have visited, we have seen a lot of young people that are pa participating in various income generating projects where they are able to, 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 to participate uh, in, 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 in a number of, 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 of initiatives. And uh, with regard to the issues of uh, rehabilitation and pollution, uh, I think uh, once a year we participate actively around uh, bringing communities uh, on, on river health. And also we have a number of rivers that we are monitoring and uh, the, 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 the poor and the women in, in particular also actively participate in that. In terms of the access, the, the numbers for the licenses, we can give the actual numbers for the historically disadvantaged, but the CMAs, they provide that platform where poor people can come in and walk in and they are introduced in terms of how you apply for, 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 for a license. And therefore, they even help the previously disadvantaged to ensure that they have access and they are assisted in terms of filling the, the required uh, application forms. Chair, if I can, uh, I think we have finished uh, this it's, side. It's fine there. Yes, yeah. we, we can hand over to the DM. Thanks. Chairperson, thank you. Chair, you ask a question on, on the alignment with the other um, policy documents for the country, like the National Development Plan, Chair. Uh, we can confirm that these APPs, Chair, to a greater extent, they are aligned. Um, one of the things that needs to be done by the two CMAs, Chairperson, as a matter of agents, they need to complete what we call it the cashman management strategies, Chair, because wherever they are managing, they must be able to have that particular plan uh, in terms of the delegation given to demonstrate that. In the absence of those plans, um, it will not, you will not be in a position to see the total alignment, whether what is the contribution in terms of job, uh, uh, economic and social imperatives, but it's going to be important that these institutions, they complete that particular plan. Number two, Chair, the issues of delegations, the other time you raise them, the delegations are clearly defined in terms of the National Water Act. But remember, these institutions uh, were still building capacity over time. 
so that when the capacity is built, the function can be transferred from the department because in areas where the CMAs are not there, Chairperson, the department still performs the water resource management function as required by the law. Uh, while we are also very clear that going forward, we are going to be building additional CMAs. If you remember our plan, by 2024, additional six CMAs will want them to be already been established. But it's going to be very important that when you do your monitoring and become an account, in terms of institutional realignment about the institutions we do, we monitor that. We will give them uh, on the basis of capacity build and, su and support that we need to do. One of the things that is also being raised by yourselves very sharply, Chair, these CMAs, to a certain degree, they are involved in water use licenses. But ultimately, the number of these licenses are still concluded uh, uh, at, uh, of, uh, in the department. And we need to be able to look at the licenses. Co uh, the honorable members are correct. Licenses must also be used as a tool chain to ensure that one, we don't continue with the skewed water allocation process where certain sectors are having more water than other sectors. Because if we do that, Jefferson, that's the only tool at the hands of government that we can be able to do the water allocation reform, where you find that the biggest use for water is actually being used for agriculture. If you look at the Western Cape one, the Western Cape is currently using about 80%, which is agriculture, because in the main, remember, agriculture is an important sector just for our economy, including for the export in that part of the country. Number two, Chairperson, that license, because the license is so important, the license must also be used, Chair, for redressing the injustice of the past, the inequalities. Uh, honorable members, you are correct. We should be able to give it to you, the performance of the department and these entities. How much water over the last 24 years, 26 years, have we been able to set aside for black people, especially now, Chem, when you speak about land reform, you can't continue to have people getting access to land and the water license is not available. And I think, Chairperson, uh, those percentages of support to HDI must always be seen around water allocation reform in terms of allocating water to support black people, in particular women and youth. Uh, in terms of those. But I think um, we should be able to say which communities, because if you put those percentages, Chair, you'll never know which communities are you targeting and which areas are you targeting. Because this CMA's Chairperson, one of the important things that for water allocation reform to happen, there is an important matter that they need to complete as a, an important task, that we should support them with the resources. They must complete the water uh, uh, use registration. Who's using what and for what? On the basis of that, we can do the verification and validation process because if we don't verify and validate the water users, 
how then do you make a decision to say there is compulsory licensing now so that our actions could not be seen as arbitrary? And this matter of uh, verification and validation in all those catchment management areas or water management areas has been an issue that we have not performed well as a department and as a set. Our failure for that point, Chair, has not actually advanced black economic empowerment because we can't release more water. We need to have more water being released for economic use for our people. On issues of jobs, Chair, their, their presentations is clear that they are, they, the river health program or the water resource protection program that is there is an important program. But I think, Chairperson, we need to put some numbers, uh, mm -hmm. not the percentages, to say how many jobs can we create. In terms of jobs, Chair, there are direct jobs ourselves we could create in terms of cleaning of the rivers, cleaning of the canals, and the maintenance of the dams. We should be able to give you that information. Now that the program has migrated, the one that you normally speak to, Chair, the, 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 the working for water program, you remember that one and the working for fire program. Mm. Those two programs, Chair, they continue to be available in government, but those programs are now run by the Department of Environmental Affairs, Forestry and Fisheries. But in the main, the infrastructure is the infrastructure for the department. I think we should be able to give those particular numbers. The indirect jobs, you remember, is that when you remove those island vegetation, you can create the cord fins, you can create the pens, you can create furniture and other things. Those are the indirect jobs that we need to be uh, creating. But I think we are correct to say, maybe let's give the numbers to say what are these numbers are because sometimes the percentages, they don't give us the bigger picture. But in terms of job creation, generally, there's a lot of jobs that the department is creating directly and indirectly. And I think those numbers, we do owe you, Chairperson. For this river health program uh, and protection of the water resource chain, we must agree that there is also a program that we want you to support yourselves. Remember, they adopt a river program, Chair, and the adoption of dams by all of us, including you as members of parliament. It's going to be important because we don't have sufficient water that is being made available. I do agree with Honorable Tsege when she says, because the Minister of Finance now in June is going to come back to the House and make an adjustment budget, it will have an implication to ourselves as a department and the entities reverting to us. And you'll be able to guide us uh, as a committee to say where the changes are so material in terms of the APPs that we are considering now, let's be able to come back and demonstrate those uh, uh, small cha uh, those changes that are happening. The last issue, Honorable Hendricks, you are correct. All our water management areas in the country right now, the issue of pollution, it is actually at an unacceptable level. There is not a single water management area where pollution is not happening. In the main, 
the pollution is caused by municipalities whose water treatment works is failing. And most of these rivers, uh, you will see, there is a high level of uh, E. coli because the effluent discharge is not uh, of the right standard. Secondly, there is too much pollution in other areas where the pollution is caused by mining, especially around Pumalanga and Wazulunatan and Gauteng. And then that part of the Western Cape, there is pollution that you will find, even if the levels are not too worse, but they are not acceptable because agriculture, the use of the fertilizers and so forth, those are the things that we need to be able to pick it up. Therefore, your attitude to say, if we build people in terms of our water use charges, we are introducing now the waste discharge charge system so that the polluters, they can be brought to book uh, honorable chair. But I think uh, those issues that uh, we have guided us, Mashifa and others, the issues around the viability of CMAs and the financial ratio uh, for compensation, that's a valid point. Uh, when it comes to e-commerce, to suit to CMA, more money is going for consumption now, and we need to be able to arrest that particular point, uh, Chair. Then the issue that Brenda Horitz is being owed to Chairperson, we'll look at the matter so that uh, what is due to them, uh, we don't uh, paralyze that uh, CMA by not paying them because the department too has an obligation to pay those that it owes. Those are some of the issues Chairperson and brought, I thought we should be able to respond to. Uh, and I do agree that you need those particular numbers. Comrade take. Uh, uh, Incomark and all the CMA in terms of uh, their corporate social investment, preferable when they do those who want them to do in the areas of operation, but is not rigid. They can be able to support if it is not in the area of operation. It should be in the provinces where they are operating. Therefore, they can't say when a request comes in and say that request should not be looked at but we will prefer that the first preference should be in the era of operation, but then the second preference will be the province. Thank you, DM. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you very much, um, GM and, 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 and your team. Um, honorable members, um, before we... we before I close, I must check if honorable members wants to raise anything because we still have time. But there is nothing wrong to close uh, before six o'clock. Um, honorable members, are we fine? Did I call you by name? Thank you. Yes, Chair, I think I'm okay. I'm fine. Yes, Chair. Um, honorable person, fine. No, indeed, Chair, there's nothing wrong to close the meeting. Really? For the first time? Yes, so that next time we're able to stay. Thank you, Chair. Honorable Mosale is not present, so we have to close the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you are not, not, 
It was on a lighter note how Honourable members, please, 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 let's listen to one another and we close this meeting properly. Is Honourable your line has been very bad. We cannot hear at all. But again, define the person, although No, no, what you can do, my dear one, send it to Kolisa, and Kolisa will send to the department, and then you'll get the response. And I want to take this opportunity to thank all of you and the board. Thank you very much. The meeting is closed. Thank you. Thank you, Chairperson. Yeah. Don't leave the chair. I'm here. What did I do? Thank you. 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 Thank